folks. This is a very exciting period. This is more of a, my first of series with recordings with um, the, my brother Craig and my uncle Kevin. Well, today we're going to just work right now with uh, my brother Craig. And uh, hey, Craig, how you doing? Hey, what's up, brother? <laughs> I like this experience. So we're going to start. This is actually part of my humble beginning and roots. Um, meshed with astrology, with music. With music has a whole sense uh, as a far as a science. I love it as an art form as well. And um, I like the mechanics. The diet, and I still even use some of it as comparison when I'm expressing certain analogies in astrology. It is so much intertwined with each other. So I think of it from listening to it from the horse of mouth, so to speak, from the the masters, musicians. So on that note, um, yeah, want to give us a little background, Craig, of how you got into music and how that started to evolve. Oh, uh, well, that that's interesting because um, there. There are many, many musicians, uh, as people know today, but we don't know how they may have started or introduced into the instrument. So I pretty much had a uh, household experience. That's how I got into music, through my uh, uncle, pretty much. Uh, even though I had an interest in, in music early in life, but didn't know very much how to get into the industry. So as as a result of that, uh, you know, my uncle uh, was a guitar player, still is a guitar player. He's, he's a master guitar player. He's been playing at least 40 to 50 years, I would say. Um, and he would have musicians over in the house. And uh, they used to come by and, and, you know, jam, as they say, back in the day. Uh, we used to call it jam session. Yes, and yes. Uh, musicians come over with their various and they would all get together and jam, exchange ideas and, uh, you know, try to find out to also to uh, improve your technique, uh, so to say. Um, so uh, as a result of that, I would listen to the musician, but there was one thing that stood out out of every instrument and that was the drums. And something just clicked when I heard that drum and those drum pieces out of the kit, I was attracted immediately to that, uh, like a magnet. Uh, I could not get it out of my head, out of my skin. I would, I would just think about drums all the time. So as a result of that, uh, I started gravitating to the drummers to see how I could be, you know, get introduced to the instrument. And uh, one of those experiences, uh, my uncle will probably explain it to you, was a jam session. Uh, in a basement by uh, a person named, um, was his, what was his name? Uh, Payne. Richard Payne. Yes. Yeah. And, and that this was a jam session, and this was my first introduction to playing the drum set. Uh, mm -hmm. There was no drummer there at the time, uh, and they needed to have somebody play drums, and he took me and put me behind the set and showed <laughs> me how to operate the various different uh, components. Now, a drummer has to have to be able to play or utilize all four of his limbs. That's wow. two hands and two feet. And each one of those uh, 
components has to be played in a simultaneous manner. So uh, it's very intricate. We call that independence. Uh, and uh, so this is my first introduction. And uh, obviously, when I first uh, did play, I, I didn't sound too good uh, because obviously I did not have the, the basic foundation of the instrument. Right. Understood. Understood. It's a part of a process that we all take on that first step to your journeys of how, whatever that may be individually. So it was similar. I'm sure that all other people in different fields, related fields, they always have that adjustment or the air training or just the knowledge base and what have you. And it starts to progress because as we going, we learn by doing as well. So it's a hands-on process, especially with just learning an instrument, period. But continue, go ahead. I love it. I love it. Yeah, you know, so it's, it's like you said, it's a process. And uh, once you decide that that's what you want to do with the instrument, there is a lot of practice and, and repetition, as you would say. Uh, the basic foundation of the instrument now is to learn what we call rudiments. Uh, the rudimental foundation of the instrument, uh, they have 26 fundamental rudiments. Those rudiments also coincide with other instruments that we call scales. Uh, musicians who play melodic instruments must learn their scales. Uh, scales are, are just a, a, a repetition of seven notes uh, and you have to be able to play those in 12 different keys. Now, keys is something that I don't do because my my uh, instrument is not melodic. It's rhythmic. So uh, I have to learn sticking. That's what we call sticking. And uh, you have to learn how to manipulate the sticks doing different types of patterns. And these patterns enable you to move around the drum set in a certain fashion so as that you can be able to keep up with the other musicians, so to speak. So it's a process in dealing with, we have those 26 rudiments, fundamentals, and uh, you must learn to master those so that you can be able to express yourself on the drum kit. So that's pretty much how I got into the instrument and how I began to study. And then from then on, I started seeking out uh, people who were more advanced in the instrument so I could learn from them. And uh, that was my beginning to start to really be serious about the instrument. Wow, that's a mouthful. That's a whole, that is a whole lesson I'm even learning a lot from because I'm seeing patterns or patterns that is developed through this experience of interacting with other people and as you're saying, we have our, so to speak, uh, guides or teachers that's in the, actually, that's been on that journey actually a longer period, but now actually can conversate for certain things that you didn't have, or like now we have now, the fundamentals is maybe we can go on a video YouTube, but these things wasn't accessible. So I think that this is important, just not only for the younger generation, but even for older generations, because we get to see how the development starts and it, it continues and everybody has maybe a unique way of how they combine the elements but like you're saying there were certain steps that you had to learn about the drums and you know from a participant 
or a spectator, uh, we would look at, you just see the drums and you just see uh, basically the drumsticks. You don't really see the feet movement or the, the drum, but you hear them. So you don't know the whole dynamics and you like in the driver's seat, you're now seeing where you have to coordinate all this in there because it's, it's part of coordination just to do that. It's just not banging. You have to syncopate your mode or your beats and so forth like that, your timing. And like we said, coming up, <laughs> the drum is the one that can't stop because after that, the whole band breaks down. You are constantly the heartbeat, you know, essential to the band to play. You know, it's a constant beating or keeping that up. This keeps everybody's placement and time. So yeah, there's so much that you just really let down on a basic understanding of just how things manifest, you know? So that I really appreciate. And I like the, the aspect of like the jam sessions and things you really don't kind of hear now from instrumentalists because now things that went so kind of like technology and you know, with the computers, they can actually do things just off a beat and a computer supplies the beat and everything else, but you're not having that interaction, uh, that flow, that moment, so to speak, with the audience and you with the band too. So I, I think that was a great point you started bringing out as well. And I know eventually when we can get our uncle on there and we can see some other ones and you'll see a collaboration between you guys and how your interaction, because what I'm really wanted is trying to, if you will, try to kind of like get into your head as from a non-musical point person like me, being not a musician in that sense, like you guys are established. I mean, not only that, and so, oh, by the way, uh, you, you mentioned instrument of the percussion of the drum. So would you consider yourself a drummer or a percussionist? First one, that'd be my first question to you. Um, I would probably consider myself as a percussionist. Uh, Actually, well, go ahead. It's a more broad spectrum uh, when we're dealing with the word percussionist. Uh, most people don't understand, uh, don't have the nomenclature of music, uh, like they say, lingo. Um, yeah. yes. When people hear the word percussion, they think a lot of times they think it's just drums, but uh, a percussion instrument is also a piano. Um, right. We understand that. Yeah. So this is why I consider myself to be a percussionist because piano is another instrument that I also indulge in. And uh, then again, drums go across the spectrum as well. Because not only uh, the drum kit is the other thing. You have to select, first of all, there's a drum company that you probably uh, would go to the store and look to see if you could buy. Uh, they're very expensive uh, now, today, than they, are, they, than they were back 40 years ago. But um, you would go in that store and look for a specific brand name. Uh, and my brand name was Ludwig. Uh, wow. These are German-made drums. Yeah, and uh, they they have a certain tonality to them. Um, so when you were going there, you would go in and look to see uh, what type of uh, set you would want to get. And along with that set, you was also have to get what we call hardware. And mm -hmm. the hardware uh, is the like the metal parts of the drums, pretty much. Symbols, mm -hmm. symbol stands, uh, pedals, things of that nature. 
Uh, but you would look to go into seeing what you could do with what we call cymbals. And those are, those are percussion instruments. The cymbal is a percussion instrument. So in actuality, drums and percussion are simultaneously being done if you are a drummer of the kit. Mm -hmm. So I would say pretty much that's why it, my answer to your question would be, I would consider myself all around percussion. Honga, timbali, uh, those instruments, cowbells, those are percussion instruments. So yes, I would consider myself a Thank you. Thank you for that input. Because while you were talking, I said, okay, inputting different ones, because that's uh, a, a keynote too, that most people don't realize the piano is a percussion instrument. And further on the piggy bank on that, it is a, a instrument that you say that is a, has a modality was, a, you know, that you would have to learn scales as well. So that was one instrument there. And then the xylophone, I've mistaken, that's another percussion. And in the field, like you're saying, um, like the kalimba, the African, they are, you know, you're right, that broadens the field and that really puts a more of descriptive element as you're just putting in a certain of a category or a box in, if you will, of just a drummer. So thank you for elaborating on that and broadening our understanding as well to as well as you're enlightening us at the same time i mean everything is like uh you know it's to me it's so of a beautiful art form and learning the techniques of the art form too as well meaning like one thing is just learning you saying the rudiments you know um there are certain things i remember you mentioned the paradiddles and so forth and, and how that would work out and how to hold the drumsticks and how you would you know manifest it how to play that coordinate because a lot of people don't imagine it's not just going bang 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 you're doing syncopate you're coordinated and precision executing uh your music or your art form as well if you will so i like that part there in comparison that you talked about hardware um that process too I mean, nowadays we have now the digital era, like you're saying, 40 years ago or whatever, these things was not even in sight. I remember we had that thing they called the drum beat or something like that, that would play a, a certain pre-pattern beat, you know, and so forth. But you have to go back in the days when you now actually had to learn those modalities, so to speak, of the certain placements of, of a percussionist that would rather, and I think that's a more appropriate word, than just even actually uh, just saying a drummer. So that, that was one of my reasons of asking you that too, because that just gives the whole spectrum a much better, broader light to see that, you know? So um, now let me ask you this here. I know you mentioned, you, you mentioned our Uncle Kevin and he was playing about 40 or 50 years. So how many years you've been in this, may I ask? Um, wow. <laughs> I, I, I would have to say, mm, plus myself wow. yeah, so you take a look <laughs> yeah, Yo, you've been playing longer than a lot of folks is, that will probably listen to this then they have been alive so that's amazing that is so much that is incorporated that is a, a accomplishment you know you not every day you can walk into somebody's been doing something over 40 30 or 50 years in plus um uh, and that's that's in itself uh, and that's one of the things I wanted to bring home as not only that for our family members, younger, and may not may know about this experience and what it took to get you to this level that's not really communicated 
you know, because of whatever obvious reasons. But now that we have the essential technology, now we can do this actual recording podcast, if you will. And I think that that's good. And that's why I, I had to mention at the top of the hour that this is only part of one of the series that I plan to do um, with you guys. Um, and bring this thing because I know we can we cannot put it all up and even in 30 minutes or an hour or whatever it's so much in, you know well let's say intricacies intricacies that's there that's uh that's not even expounded on on the nomenclature like you were saying of this today it's just turning a beat on and listening to that but you know like you said even the going taking out every instrument your ear is like an instrument is talking to you or calling you instead of the other way around. You know, certain totality that you identify with your vibe, your soul, if you will, that this brings you to that level and singing that. that so that's why I think it's also uh, profound. I think that you already conveyed in there too as well. So yes, can add. You know, we can do this here because, like I said, there's so many act. You know, we just let it go wherever way you want to go with it. So, I mean, I know you mentioned about your first time with Richard Payne in his basement. That was experience too, and how you would, you know, that started you into your journey. Um, so, in the meantime, I'm going to ask you uh, about what was any particular ways that you would have to learn a song. How was that process done? Oh, well, you know, uh, when you uh, reach that element, uh, because you would have to have at least a certain understanding of how to play the instrument, because uh, songs are definitely something that somebody comes up with. It's an idea. And what you have to do is listen to the idea and actually replicate what they're doing so uh there must be some kind of level of uh i would say mastery uh when it, when it comes down to the instrument you would have to have like i said that basic understanding of the instrument uh uh the rudiments and what i would do is that i would take a song and listen to it dozens and dozens of times until I could hear each part of the instrument and where it was being manipulated. In other words, where it would beat, where it would rest, when it would accent, when it wouldn't. These little things I would listen to and I would actually do that. I would imitate those things and I became very good at it. Uh, as, as a result of that, uh, did have an experience also with a, a master jazz drummer called uh, Max Roach. And uh, I went to see him one time uh, in the village, uh, 7th Avenue South. I don't know if you know those jazz clubs exist today. Um, but uh, Probably not, but, after, go, okay. but this is what is be beautiful after, of this. Go ahead, continue. Yeah, after the, uh, you know, after the session and the, the musicians, you know, played a set, uh, I was I was able to go over to him to get it, you know, to speak to him for a little while and ask him some questions. And one of the questions he that I posed to him, I said, you know, what would you suggest that you know I do the most to you know be a, a, a good drummer? His answer was, "Have big ears." <laughs> That's what he told me. So at the time, I didn't understand what he meant. 
But now today, I know what it means. You know, your ear is your most important uh, component for an instrument is your ear. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's how I said, so I became very good at listening to records and just being able to replicate what that drummer was doing. I, I, I could, I, it would take me maybe a day or two, but I would get it down pat. So that was my way of uh, coming up to the question, answer the question. I, I would pretty much just sit there and listen to records over and over again until I was able to master what that, that particular uh, drummer was doing or the technique he may have been using uh, to get that sound of that record. Wow. Still do that today. <laughs> well, I'm glad you brought that point up because that's one of the reasons I was going to ask you as a follow-up on there. When you said to mention the record, you remember you're in a different time zone, <laughs> so to speak, or time era. And there were nothing like streaming and CDs and what have you. And um, as far as that, videos, you know, video music tape. So certain things you really had to improvise or just coordinate from just studying the musicians when you could see them live, live in concert, and a record. I mean, a record and how the record was played in certain, it was maybe not available as high fidelity. You know, they may have been like a small record player, which the fidelity wasn't as far. So that took a lot, you know, as just as learned that where nowadays we'll take for granted because now you can basically put any type of really Bluetooth environment and have an act and play right through your phone. Um, these things were a whole actually technology that was not then, you know, and that's the thing I, I wanted to bring home to you bringing this. So I wanted to, that you encapsulated that with just listening to a record over and over again. And then eventually like from this being coming up an era with record, eventually you would wear a record out. You know, you didn't have the luxury or leisure of getting into exactitude like we have now with digital um, format where you could stop it on the note and play it back and over and over and don't even worry about scratching or wearing it out or the needle. And there was a lot of much friction involved between that was the whole thing of the record, which you have it denigrated after a certain period of time. So you wasn't getting always the peak quality. So that's the beauty of the human or the analog, as we would say back in the days before pre-digital, that availed to the individuals coming up, you know? And that's what, I, again, I drive that point all the way to appreciative of you sharing that with us and bringing back a whole nother point of view where it was not maybe some people not even aware and know what a record was you know the 45s the 33rd the and a half speed the long playing one they would have so that was a whole nother evidence and then you would get like a thing we used to have to put a nickel on the the needle because it got bumpy or the record wasn't manufactured so i mean yeah you're bringing a whole lot of elements in there so yes please take your time yeah, the the antiquated LPs, as they say, you know, uh, vinyl. I, I I grew up in the vinyl days. Uh, like you said, today we have the technology where you don't have to have a moving part anymore. You know, those albums had to spin around and around and around and around. 
you know, that's the way uh, you would be able to uh, get some sound out of that. Like you said, today we have this digital age where it's not a moving part anymore. Uh, it's, it's just stuff that you can hear sound-wise. Nothing's moving. You know, um, you're, you're hearing electronic replication of the uh, sound that's coming out of it. Uh, so it's interesting that uh, today also as drummers, uh, my era, we didn't have the access to uh, the technology today. Um, today, you can take a drum piece out of a song and isolate and yes. take everybody else out yes. and just listen to the drum part without any other instrument. And you can also then start taking pieces out of that and isolate the bass drum, isolate the hi-hat, isolate the snare drum isolate the symbol you can isolate each part of that instrument and learn it on an individual basis so the technology is very vast today i would probably be playing different if i had the access that we have today because obviously i've been exposed to some other elements that i wouldn't have been able to do uh today uh back then so it's interesting um that today you know that's why the the drum kit is really kind of like going out of style today mm -hmm. you, you have what we call drum boxes now you know uh, and yes. uh, you come yes. up with a beat and you know all you gotta do is just put your finger on a press a couple of buttons and you got the baddest beat coming out of there in the world that probably a drummer couldn't even do uh, so why go and learn all that when I could push a button we're in a microwave age here uh, so uh uh, unfortunately, why they're dying out here. You don't see the bands like you used to see back in the day, you know. Uh, and nobody's going to the instrument store and buying instruments, you know. You know so yes. uh, it's, it's 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 really confusing today, you know, because we said that the younger generation has no idea uh, what a RP, you know, LP means or forty-five or yes, yes, long playing. They don't know what that disc is, you know. So uh, it's interesting to to look back and see how you know we evolved, uh, where where we've come from from forty years ago to today. Even drumstick today, you know. Uh, if you go to the store to buy a drumstick, that's a huge selection of sticks, you know, by various different companies now. Because drummers, is like when you go to the store, it's like buying a pair of shoes. You know, um, you just don't go on the shelf and pick any shoe. And put it on your foot. Well, yeah. There are certain things you must consider if you go buy that shoe. You know, so uh, if it don't fit in your hand right, it's not gonna be comfortable. Too tight, too big. Uh, the type of uh, uh, material. So back in the days, you would have to go in the drum store and look at sticks, and he would bring you out maybe ten dozen sticks. But back in the day, drumsticks weren't always straight. Uh, so you would have to put them on the glass counter and roll them back and forth to see which ones were wow. straighter than the other. Amazing. Today we don't have that problem. They digitally made now today, so they are perfectly straight all the time. So you can just go and buy a pair of sticks today, and you, we wouldn't have to see how straight they are, if they're warped or whatever the case may be. No imperfections, so to speak. It's easy today. Everything is perfect when you go down to pay uh, to buy sticks today. Mm -hmm. 
yes, you are dealing with a definite advancement in the technology. And it's like weird because in the sense that when we were growing up, I always considered the two types of forms of music was electric instruments as comparison to acoustics instrument. And it seems like now the role, the reversal of the electric instruments comparison now to what we consider now digital is now the same comparison in, in respect and in some ways even more advanced, you know, because I've seen videos of with robots actually playing certain instruments, you know, and, it's, you know, the technique is like flawless to a degree because they don't have marginal for error. So, but it's, it takes away a different type of music, uh, granted, but it's just to show the point appreciative for where we once came from to where we are now um, musically. And for some people that may not have known about that evolution, this is what I think is enlightening to listening to you guys, um, how that was. And it's not just only music, I must add that. This is global, the digital revolutions went on all parameters, on different industries and so forth. There are certain jobs that's not even uh, known or even existence, pardon me, at this time, you know, with the desktop, ooh, digital technology. So here's the thing, um, we're gonna start to wind it down. And I think this has been a great first session and we'll improve on well i'm not going to improve we're going to add men much more to it but we just wanted to get our feet wet and just to show you the the broad vastness of what um craig and kevin and yet to come how much we have taken you know may have some of us may not even heard of or even aware of and some of us have grown up through that experience so that i do appreciate you uh and i thank you for coming on for this show and looking forward for the future shows um and for this and i wanted to intervene and say that this is how uh you know coming to my roots and element these are all factors because we don't really realize growing up how many things is affect or influence us growing up so all these things are certain things that comes in is make us who we are now of these days so that on that note i want to thank you again and you want to the next all right until next time audience this is oh by the way is there any contact way that people can contact you or do you have anything else out um that you wish to share or is there anything on social media or at this time oh don't worry if you don't by the next time because once we go public on this here publish it's going to go on that format and that's just it. in case you do you can say it now if not then we'll continue with our accolades and we'll talk the next time uh i'll say more will be revealed keep coming and uh you will get some information sure sure absolutely all right again thank you so much and have a good day craig all right all right thank you brother appreciate it